Hey, welcome back and thanks for tuning in to Recruiting Insight. This is the place to be if you want to connect with the most successful recruiters and hiring managers and innovators in the real estate industry. Hey, it's a great day to recruit and today we're going to be chatting with Dave Cavanis. Dave is the president and CEO of Carpenter Realtors in Indianapolis. During his tenure with Carpenter, he has grown his company from seven neighborhood locations to more than 30 offices that are strategically located in central Indiana. They're more than 650 agents strong now, and recruiting continues to be their primary focus. Now, what makes Dave a little different from some of our other guests is I've personally worked with Dave for more than a decade. No smoke screens here. I know the real story, and I can tell you this. He's a great leader, and he hires great leaders to manage the Carpenter offices. Also, it is one of the most data-driven organizations I've ever encountered. No fluff today. You're going to get the real story based on facts and data. So let's jump in. All right. Hey, Dave. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, this morning. It's uh, really a pleasure for you to be on the podcast, and we're looking forward to uh, uh, having others uh, hear your story. Before we get started, I just uh, want to let my re- uh, listeners know that uh, um, Dave has one of the most interesting backgrounds. Uh, we've oh. we've talked <laughs> about things for many years, and there's it, always a story that amazes me, whether it's uh, you know riding around and uh, flying around the corporate jets, or uh, hanging out with Ross Perot's son uh, doing hiking, or 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 uh, you know. Hiking through the Grand Canyon in the, you know, 125 degree heat, there's always something going on. 129, actually, Ben, it reached 129. 129, there we go. So um, so you live an interesting life, but uh, I think even more than that, you run a, an interesting and successful company, particularly as it relates to recruiting. Uh, and I think that's what uh, we're going to focus on today. So, uh, well, yeah. welcome. Uh, can you tell us a little about, uh, a little about Carpenter and, uh, and kind of your journey there? Well, uh, Carpenter has been around, this is its 52nd year, uh, formed by a guy named Roy Carpenter. Roy was only with the company a year or two. He sold the company to my mentor, Tom Prawl, who you know. Tom is no longer with the company. He's retired, and uh, and, uh, I've been around here so long, they made me the president of the company. and we have, as, as I think you may have introduced, we've got 33 uh, branches in 15 counties spread across uh, uh, central Indiana here. Our offices are, are smaller. And uh, um, so that's, uh, you know, I mean, so, I've been in real estate 52 years. And, uh, and uh, you know, if you're just proving that if you just hang around long enough, <laughs> um, you can get lucky. Well, well, uh, you, you, you've maybe you've got a little lucky, but I think you've done a lot of hard work yeah. too to get you where you're at, and and uh, and I will agree with you. A lot of perseverance. Uh, Fifty-two years—that's a long time. So that's uh, a long time. That's right. Um, and how long at Carpenter? When did you take thirty? Uh, Thirty-two of the fifty-two are here in central Indiana with Carpenter Realtors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, um, that's a long time. And I know that uh, over that time, you've built a pretty phenomenal company. Let's uh, let's jump in and talk specifically uh, about recruiting. And I wanted to cover really two issues today. Um, some of our listeners have given us some feedback that they want a little more practical things that uh, they can apply or, or more specific to. So we're going to delve into really two specifics today. Uh, and one is the structure that you use uh, in your offices related to recruiting. 
So we know that uh, um, recruiting, there's some some companies that hire central recruiters and they do all the recruiting for the company. There's other ones that uh, that operate with bigger offices, typically have a full-time manager, sometimes an assistant manager, those managers will recruit. Uh, and then there's a third option, which is um, you know, commonly a selling manager, right? Somebody that sells plus manages usually small offices to, um, I think in your case, 10 to 20 agents uh, would be, would, if I do the math right on that, to kind of in that range. So you've chosen the third option. So uh, I wanted to give a little, have her, you know, tell our listeners, why did you go that route? And then, uh, you know, what are some of the pros and cons of doing that? Well, uh, we have uh, selling managers. Um, you're just what I, what I think. I'll just tell you what I think, what I believe. Um, I'm not interested in hiring desk jockeys somebody who looks at their watch and comes in at eight or eight 30 or nine and sits behind a desk and, and helps engineer transactions for agents. And then the, the bell rings and they go home at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. We're not interested in that, that we live a different life here. So we're looking for uh, individuals who have an entrepreneurial spirit um, and they want to build something. They have fire in the belly. They want to prove something and they have a history of being successful at using our business model to go out and get listings. So they've demonstrated over time that they have what it takes to get listings, that people like them, they're good communicators. Uh, we generally grow our own managers. We you know, plant the, till the earth, plant the seed, managers grow up and we harvest a manager. Uh, so most of our managers, rare exception, have come from within our uh, our uh, our platform, our program, um, and that's what we're looking for. Um, our managers don't touch paper, Ben. Okay. Um, we don't. They don't touch paper. They don't fill out any reports. They don't pay any bills. They don't even look. They don't even have to look at the P and L. Um, everything that we do, from ordering toilet paper for our bathrooms, uh, clear to an outdoor billboard campaign, all of the accounting, all of the, all of the purchasing is centralized. Mm-hmm. So I need a manager, not who can manage a business, but who can manage people and, and coach them, mentor them, whatever you want to call it. I call it all management. Okay. So if you boil that down, so if you yeah. boil down, so obviously you're taking a lot off the plate uh, of the manager. Everything so- I can. Everything you can. Okay. So what's left on the plate is obviously they're they're selling. So they're going to do some selling. Personal sales. Personal sales. Uh, but then they're also going to do, it sounds like some some coaching and mentoring and recruiting. It really boils down to those two things. It's, well, uh, you and I know, and you know our approach here, uh, the number one function for a branch manager at our company is uh, is recruiting. It's really the staffing cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the prospecting, the interviewing, the hiring, the, the development, the weeding, retaining, uh, that's the staffing cycle. That's what it's all about here. Uh, they don't have to be good at almost anything else. Mm-hmm. If they're good at the staffing cycle, they're going to be a, a superstar manager for us. Okay. So, so uh, um, with those, those people that are um, in that role uh, and, and they're doing it, um, so, so they, they obviously need to split their time uh, between, oh, yeah. between selling. So what, what, what do you find uh, with your high-performing managers is the right kind of, kind of uh, is it 50% on each of those duties? Is it, is it, this, will sound, this will sound crazy to you. Our busiest managers 
who are listing and selling more real estate than another manager, whose lives are crazy with kids and, and sports and family, everything, uh, they're the most successful at, at recruiting agents. Uh, it's the ones that have should have the least amount of time. Um, and I think they're just they're just good at managing their time. They're driven. They're never looking at their watch. Mm. Uh, they're just they're just you know getting everything done. And you meet busy busier people get more done. The busiest people get more things done. And so um, I'm looking for somebody that's got good time management, good communication skills, lists and sells, loves uh, loves the company. Um, you know, and hopefully they're going to hire people just like themselves. Well, it, it's almost like it seems like there's an attraction that happens there then, right? You've got somebody who's, you know, obviously known in the marketplace. They're mm-hmm. known for their work. They're known for their work product. And also they're creating a lot of, uh, you know, friends and network contacts and everything. So is there a, is there a kind of a natural attraction then that happens? Is that why you think? Um, I, I, I don't really know what exactly it is, but I do know that I don't want a desk jockey. I want somebody who's got credibility in the hearts and minds of a brand new agent uh, or an experienced agent in their office. When you're trying to coach somebody and you've never played the game particularly well, I think it's kind of hard. Yeah. So I, you know, if 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 I'm a superstar agent and I happen to be your branch manager and I'm giving you some career development advice, coaching you, mentoring you, uh, I think the credibility factor is there. Versus somebody who's the manager mm-hmm. and they sit in their office all day long and you're sitting there. Those that that guy hadn't been on a listing a listing appointment in 20 years. See. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and he's trying to tell me what to do. He doesn't know what it's like out there. I want somebody on my team that's, uh, that knows exactly what's going on outside that door every day. Yeah. So, so do you also find uh, uh, that the, all the activities that an agent does, a successful agent yeah. does, you know, uh, um, prospecting, um, you know, like getting, it. building a ba- database of, of contacts, getting listed. It's the same. It's the same as recruiting. Oh, it? it's the same, Ben. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, they have to prospect, don't they? If they're in the business and successful, they have to work their sphere of influence, don't they? If they're going to be successful listing or, or recruiting. Uh, they've got to be able to sell. They've got to be able to close. They've got to be able to process the paperwork. I said they don't do paperwork, but they they at least have to be able to hand something off to an administrative person. Say, you know, get get Fred signed up. Um, I mean, I don't. It's it's uh, it's it's not a it's not a complex or hard. It, it's it's a very simple business. The recruiting is a very simple process. Uh, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. It requires um, what's the word that people don't like to this word? What's the word that it requires? Discipline. Work. Work. <laughs> work. 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 Word. Work. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> you know. okay. Yeah. No, I, I get that, and I, I do see. Um, you know, I I coach a lot of managers, as you know, and I do see the ones that are um, that see the process very similar to what they did as an agent, or or in your case, what they're doing. As an agent. Yeah. 
is uh, are the ones that are most successful at it. They know that there is a there is a um, what you call it a, a cycle. You know that uh, that recruiting cycle that goes through that staffing yeah. cycle. It's not just Staff recruiting because okay. we have to de- once we get them, we have to develop them. Mm-hmm. If they won't participate in their development, we have to weed them. And if we really like them, uh, we have to retain them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it. That was at one of your uh, meetings and you, you had a, didn't you have a graphic for that? You had a graphic that. Uh, oh, it's a, we have, it's a, it's a cycle, cycle yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. It, you know, it just, the little arrow goes all around. Yeah. And we talk about it. I mean, uh, repetition is the key to most of our learning here at Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so every month, we come around to the number one job function of our branch managers, and it's the staffing cycle. Mm-hmm. And we read it. They all have a copy. Mm-hmm. They get one every month. And we read it to them again. Some of these people have been with us 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of reading the staffing cycle. So I'm, I'm going to put uh, in the in the, in the the podcast, I'm going to uh, put, is it, if it's okay, I'd like to put a copy of your staffing cycle in there. I think I have a copy of it somewhere. Okay. Uh, if not, I'll, I'll get it from you. But I think it would be beneficial and, and instructive for people to see that well, not only what it is that they're reading, but then now seeing that, hey, this is a, this is repetition. This is, this is not complicated. No, this sorry. is good execution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just got to remember to do their job. <laughs> remember to be, and they've got to always be recruiting. You know that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's let's go on to topic two. And topic two is is uh, is is a is a fun thing that you've uh, I don't know, that you did uh, many years ago. I know, and and uh, um, but it's it's called the uh, the Got Your Five program. And uh, when I first I remember when, I don't remember where we were, but when you first told me about it, uh, they, they got me they got my five got, program. Got, I, I knew you were going to talk about it. And if you weren't, I was anyway. Got my five. That's the logo. Okay. Because right. for years, I would, at the manager's meetings, I would just say, guys, and guys is generic, includes gals. Uh-huh. Guys, uh, I'd hold up my hand and I said, just hire five. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to do. Don't have to get one a month. Just hire five agents. And if everybody on our management team hires five agents in 12 months, mm-hmm. um, we're we're going to do great. Um, and some years, um, you know, sometimes the bear gets us and sometimes we get the bear. But most years we grow the enterprise mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some years we actually shrink, but our share of market goes up, you know, 08, 9, 10, 11. As I said, we've been around a long time. Um, it's, it was a, just a silly thing. But human nature is such that these people, these managers are very competitive mm-hmm. and they like to win. They're not so much interested in the prize as, as the contest. So we run a contest called Get, Get Your Five. All you have to do is hire five people in a year. Mm-hmm. And as you know, we mention every hiring, every hiring, we mention that uh, at our manager's meeting, who hired who. And um, once they've hired five, uh, once they've hired five agents, they join our Got My Five Club. They receive this very nice, uh, it's all metal, it's not plastic, uh, (laughs) button. And once they have it, they're required to wear it to the meeting so their peers all see that they have this special award. 
So, so let me set the scene a little bit. So, so this is, you do this every, every month, of course, but so as an outsider, when I come into your meeting, yeah. so, so you're in a, uh, you're in a hotel down next to the, yeah. the and you've got the amphitheater approach. Well, we do a symposium room. It's oh, it is. It's, it's amazing. So, so they got tiered, uh, oh, yeah. you know, tiered uh, seats up to the, up to the roof or whatever. Yeah. And, and what do you have in there? 50 people, 50, 60, uh, 60, people? Uh, 65. We have okay. all of our administrative key administrative support department heads are in there. Right, right. So this, so this announcement that you're doing is in front of this amphitheater oh. sort of thing, and, and and it's all together, right? Yep. Yeah. So and so what we do is is when, once you get your five, now you can get them right away. Once you get your five, uh, and we keep score. Everybody gets a copy and sees what everybody's doing and how they're doing. But once you get your five. We ask you to come down. You are awarded your silly all metal button, and you receive a hundred dollar bill. And these people make good money, so a hundred dollars yeah. isn't going to make it. Yeah, sure. It isn't. It's the contest. Yes. So they come down, and everybody applauds because I take note of anybody who's not applauding, and I'll talk to them <laughs> later. So they, oh, congratulations, Ben. This is terrific. Here's your hundred dollars. Lunch is on Ben, everybody, and Ben goes back up to the thing like this and has this thing. And then next month, Ben hired another person. No, Ben didn't hire anybody the next month, but Ben showed up next month wearing his button. He automatically gets another $20 and, and comes down in front of his peers and gets the silly $20 bill. That's what he wants, see, because we have the right kind of people, most of them. And so he gets a $20 bill and he gets a 20 for just showing up and he gets a 20 if he hires another person. So Ben, here's your 20 and here's your 20. And as the year goes on and you were here late in the year, this whole process takes 35 minutes Yeah, yeah. of giving out. I mean, I have a table in front of me that when they come into the meeting, it's stacked with hundred dollar bills and twenty dollar bills. Yes, yes, it's great. I mean, it's just it's it's a couple of thousand dollars sometimes. And I'm sitting there handing out this money, and these people are going like this. And the people that aren't collecting money, yes, and they don't wear their button, it's pretty visible. It's no place for them to hide. Mm -hmm. So, gee, it's really hard to recruit, except for these uh, these twenty three of our managers who are kicking ass and taking names. Wonder about the other eight or nine or ten, you know. So peer pressure is powerful. Mm -hmm. I never mention the ones that aren't recruiting. I never mention their names. Yes. I'm just always talking about the ones that are recruiting. I'm applauding. I'm slapping them on the back, saying, "Hell of a good job, boy! Next year is going to be terrific for your branch." So that's where the real money is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's going to be terrific for your branch. Never mention this guy, this guy, this guy. You don't have to. Right. It's, 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 there's a couple of things I take away from this as I as I look at it just from from an outsider, and I, I think it's a phenomenal program. You know that we've talked about it a couple of times, but uh, but uh, I think what it, first of all, there's a gamification side to this. I mean, that's sure. kind of the, what's going on in the industry, right? So you're making it fun. You're making recruiting fun. No one likes to recruit. Uh, we know that. Uh, well, but unless you, you hire somebody that sells a lot of real estate, <laughs> you, you like it a lot. Well, those don't have the, the rewards are good on the other side, yeah, for yeah, sure. Really but we're taking an activity that most people don't like to do, and we're making it fun. We're making it into a competition. We're we're hitting upon what you said. One was competition side of it. These are competitive people, Very and good. then and then the second is recognition in front of their peers. Yeah. 
those are kind of the two, you know, there's a psychology to this, isn't the, you figure oh, yeah. this out? Yeah. Here, as you you know, I'm, a, I'm apparently a genius at this psychology thing. Um, it goes one step further. Their spouses, uh, I want their spouses working on my team. So we take uh, everybody who gets in the club during the year, whether they got in early in the year or late in the year, I take them to the nicest steakhouse, St. Elmo's here in Des Moines or in Indianapolis, just a you know fantastic place you've been there. And um, I take them there for a private dinner, all of them together, open bar, uh, you know, Uber, please Uber. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and we have, and we don't have any speeches. There's not order off the menu, just, you know, don't order the Don Perrier, whatever it is. Don't, you know, you can hurt me, but don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> and they love it. Mm-hmm. And these people, some of these, as silly as this will sound to you, I'm convinced some of them will hire somebody just to make sure they make the dinner because they don't want to go home and tell their husband or tell their wife they're not going to St. Elmo's this year. See, you know that would be a, that'd be a hard uh, you know and, and my, or the 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 spouses uh, you know asking during the during the year hey, about October they start asking right hey, oh, yeah we had on the process what day because we always do what day is the dinner what day is the dinner and I want to get that on my social calendar. There you go. Probably December. It gets busy in December, doesn't it? Well, but we wait. We give them actually until our uh, January meeting, which grabs all the December people and gives them an extra 10 days or two weeks of to get that fifth one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 a remarkable program. And, I, and I've actually been there uh, at, uh, for some reason. I usually come in uh, November, December to see you guys. And uh, the energy is amazing. Uh, the fun that your managers have with it um, is, is incredible. Um, you know, as it compares to recruiting, it probably is not a huge expense, right? I mean, if you just add up all the, I mean, it's something. But well, it's it's it's, it's um, recruiting is the number one job function. Mm-hmm. I tell them that I'm wet, ready, willing, and able to spend one thousand dollars for every licensee somebody can bring through the door. Thousand dollars. If you showed up with 100 licensees, Indiana licenses, they don't have to be trained, we'll train them. Um, I would write you a check for $100,000 and the check would clear. Um, uh, 200 200 agents, 200,000. 300 agents, 300,000. They're not all going to make it. The numbers are pretty much always the same. Uh, Certain percentage, as hard as we try, they don't want a successful career in real estate. They demonstrate that. They're out the door. You know, it's 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 no different here than it is any other market, I'm sure. Um, and we compete with all the same people everybody's competing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so um, we don't have mountains, we don't have an ocean. Um, <laughs> We have a lot of corn and soybean fields. There you go. There you go. Well, as, as we wrap up today, I wanted to um, uh, just pick your brain on one more issue. And this is really uh, pointed at, uh, there's, a, there's a number of, uh, of, of uh, single office brokers. Uh, yeah. There's a number of, uh, you know, uh, managers that are selling managers like, like, uh, like you have, and there's other team leaders. Um, so w- with, this, with this environment where you, you need to sell, uh, and you need to manage at the same time. I mean, you've hired a lot of these over time. What's what's kind of the DNA there? What's what's the business DNA that you're looking for when you hire one of those managers? Um, 
again, again, they've got to have, we call it, and this is hard to, it's, we call it fire in the belly. It's what we call it here. They've got to want to do, so. they want to, they, they don't own the company, but we want them to feel like they do. We want them th- that spirit um, that where they want to build something. Um, and as you know, how we're structured, if you can find those people, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I said earlier, we try to grow our own. Uh, be careful. The shiny penny from outside your company looks so much, sometimes so much better than the people you know in your office or in your organization. Uh, but be careful with that. Everybody else in your company is watching. Always try to hire from within if you possibly can. You're less likely to make a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. They, you know, you already know that they're conducive with your culture. Uh, somebody from outside may not be. Mm-hmm. I can't stand turnover. I just can't of, of our employees, of our managers. We just don't have it. Uh, they don't come and go here. They come, they build a long-term career, and re- you know, you've seen this, and they retire, yeah. and uh, and and uh, uh, they don't. You know, that's what I want. And uh, it's that's important to me. And so you got to find that you got to raise them up. Yeah. Um, it's your responsibility as an owner, broker, uh, senior management person. And if you don't have anybody, then who do you blame? Can't blame them. You're the one that hired them. That is true. That's true. You got to look in the mirror at that point. Um, Well, I've seen it uh, firsthand because a lot of uh, when I hang out with your managers, I can tell pretty quickly they're all friends and they've all grown up in this together. Uh, And they all they they know each other's kids. They know each other's spouses. They you know, there is a a camaraderie there that uh, that you have built culturally. That's uh, that's it is remarkable. I don't see it. It's it's interesting, Ben. We're not a party company. You know, some of these companies, oh, go out and party, party, party. That's not where this relationship, that's not what it's about. Most of our managers are not socially, deeply socially engaged with each other. It's just a business respect. Um, Our spouses are involved, not in the management of the company, but in all the functions. Mm -hmm. So we involve uh, uh, the families, kids, and spouses in all kinds of functions throughout the year. And, uh, and that's where they get to, they re over the years, they get to know each other and, uh, yeah. 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 It's, it's remarkable. And, and, uh, probably in another podcast, we, we should do another one at some point here and talk about some of the structural pieces of how you built ownership into all this. That's an amazing, that's another amazing story yeah. in, in what you've done there. So I was on the sidelines with that. I just was learning from a master when we, put uh, I remember when Tom and oh, yeah. I talked about that, it was, it was remarkable what he put together there. So. And, it, and it's designed to last for hundreds of years. Yeah, which is, which is, it it is will. great. Yeah. We screw it up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Unless you stop recruiting. That's what that's. A, that'll, that'll be well, right. uh, yeah, if, when you stop, your, your company is dying when you're stopping, when you don't recruit. Your company is yeah. actually in the process of dying. Well, Dave, thanks so much for joining us today. I know uh, many of our listeners are going to learn a bunch today. And and, uh, and and for all of you who are doing the hard work of recruiting every single day, I want you to take what you've learned today from Dave and go make a difference.